Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3. Here's Pastor Ryan to say no to the ability that God gave you to resist it in order for you to fulfill the desire of your flesh. It is a different time for those of us who have faith in Jesus Christ. We have the Spirit of God in us that gives us power over temptation, over sin, and over death. He, we, we can be completely and are completely different people now than we ever were before because of the Holy Spirit. Turn with me to John 3, please. John 3, verse 5. John 3, verse 5. We know that Jesus here is speaking to Nicodemus, and he says, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit man i love blomont for that and i love banning for that that wind this morning it may bum some people out but to me it reminds me of the power of the holy spirit in our lives rushing wind the ministry of the holy spirit does not die we are told by God, that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave is the same Spirit that dwells in us and will give strength, power to our mortal bodies. If the ministry of the Holy Spirit cannot die, then we should be really energized in our faith energetic, diligent, obedient, joyful, peaceful, loving, forgiving. All of these things we should be. Holy, pure, obedient, all of those things. True repentance, all of it. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Jesus said to the disciples, in John 14, 12, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. That's John fourteen twelve. He says, if you keep my commandments, I will pray to the Father. 
See, there's a, a, the obedience and the empowering of the Holy Spirit. They go hand in hand. You want to you want to know why some people are always, you know, you don't see the fruits of the Spirit in their life. You don't see the joy in them because they're, they're not o, 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 obeying the Lord. See, I've walked with the Lord long enough to know that the Holy, the power of the Holy Spirit is real in our life, but we we have to ask for the strength of the Holy Spirit. How much more, Jesus said, will the Father not give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? We are His children. I, when I come to God, which is daily, I, I say, empower me, baptize me by your Spirit so that I can do what you want me to do. See, but there's no way I can ask that if I'm disobedient. There's no way I can ask that if I'm not repentant for sins or the hidden sins. There's no way. So it's like there's no fruit. There's no, there's no life. It's fake. Jesus would say to some of us, you have not because you ask not. What is it that you cannot do by the power of the Holy Spirit? You need a pen? You can write it down. <laughs> I cannot fill in the blank. Those watching on TV, I cannot go to church by the power of the Holy Spirit because God and I have a deal. I don't go to potluck. I don't go to events because what? Just pretend it's Walmart or Stater Brothers and you'll be fine. Just saying, there's people there. Just pretend that we're that, and you'll come. Why did he say we will do greater works than these? Because it's true. When we read in the Gospels all that Jesus has done, I think, oh my gosh, look at what our Lord can do. Look at what he did. And when people see what you do and how you witness and how you love others and how you go out and you share your faith with people and how you're living for Christ, it's incredible because you and I are not Jesus. And that's why Jesus said greater works because it's one thing if he does them, it's another thing if he does them in and through us. Wow. We have these Treasures hidden in earthen vessels, crackpots filled with the most beautiful news that this world needs. And he gives us the power to do it. Our sufficiency is of God, not of ourselves. In John chapter 7, verse 38, uh, Jesus said, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And this he spoke of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Greater works than these you shall do, he said, because the Holy Spirit's ministry does not die. Right now, in every single country in the whole world, the Holy Spirit is moving, and there are divine appointments in the most obscure little villages to palaces, 
in, in every aspect of government, in every aspect of this world, nothing can hinder the work of the Holy Spirit in believers all around the world. You can go to Cambodia, get an interpreter, you can share the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and they will be saved. It's crazy. That's the beauty of the work of the Holy Spirit. You can be anywhere, and, it, and the, nothing can stop the power of God. And so we are reminded that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. No excuses in 2024. You know, stop with the, oh, they love God, but they don't go to church. Okay. God says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yeah, I know you say that, Jesus, but they have an understanding with the Father. <laughs> you know, just say, call a spade a spade. We, we do our family and friends more justice. You know, just own it. You don't go because you just don't dig Jesus that much. Own it. You know what I'm saying? Own it. That way you can get better. One day you'll, you'll be broken about it. You'll be contrite about it. You'll confess it. And you'll, and you'll start loving Jesus more than yourself. Back to our text. The doors are locked. No one's going anywhere. <laughs> Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Think about that. Think of boldness of speech. I'm timid. You're timid. We're all timid. Who likes to come up here and, 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 and do public speaking? It's, it's a frightful thing. To some people, it's like terrifying, you know? And... Um, and it's only by the grace of God. It's, it's his sufficiency. It's, I'm, I'm walking up. You want to, if you can read my mind, I'm saying, Lord, I cannot do this, but you can do this. I cannot do this, but you can do this. That's what I'm doing. If you want to look inside my, my mind. But we speak boldly. Paul says to the Corinthian church, I came to you in, not in strength, but in weakness. It was the power of God. Again, it goes back to no excuses. God wants certain jobs done. All right, do you love them? Yes. Then do the jobs he wants you to do. They're always above our pay scale. Oh, I don't do that. Well, maybe in Christ now you do. He's God, you're not. Who made the ear? Who made the mouth, Moses? <sighs> That's why people avoid the Bible, I'm telling you. Because <laughs> there's no getting around what he says. And so he says, therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded. For until this day, the day that he wrote it, right, 60 AD, he wrote this. But even this applies today to modern day Israel, who is dealing with the Hamas war. For until this day, the same Veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. So until this day, Israel is blinded from the reality that Jesus Christ indeed is their Messiah, 
But we, our, our Bible tells us that there's going to be a huge revival in Israel and they are going to know that Jesus Christ is indeed, was indeed, is indeed their Messiah. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart all over the world where there are synagogues. God's people, according to the flesh, they hear the readings of Moses and the prophets, and they're blinded. They're blinded for a season. They're blinded. I love when Jesus wrote the, I mean, read the scripture of Isaiah and then said to them in Nazareth, this has been fulfilled in your presence. It's like, to us, we can clearly see that, that all of these things spoke, speak of Jesus Christ, the Messiah in the Old Testament. There's three, over 300 prophecies concerning the, the Mashiach, the Messiah. And they don't see it. But some do, which blesses our hearts when Jewish people come to faith in Jesus Christ. It's beautiful to see and experience. I've only been to Israel once, but I'll never forget our tour guides and how whew, these brothers who were Jewish and believed in Jesus Christ killed it and spoke to us and brought forth from the scriptures so many nuggets. One of them was a young guy named uh, Amir Safari, which you know who he is. He was, he, was, <laughs> he was our tour guide when I went in 2001. I tried to get him to come here, but uh, <laughs> it's not so easy nowadays. I'll keep trying. And there was another brother, Ronnie Cohen, I'll never forget these guys. They just had so much knowledge of Scripture, so much knowledge of the land, and how Yeshua, Jesus Christ, was, is in all those things. So anyhow, um, in Romans chapter 11, verse 25, Paul says, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come. And so when the church age is over, the, that speaks of the fullness of the Gentiles. When the very last Gentile is saved, that is according to God's predestination, I believe that the church will be raptured out of here, taken to meet the Lord in the air. And then the Antichrist will come onto the scene to deceive the world and go into that third temple uh, that will be built in Israel and he will desecrate it. And it's at that point that Israel's eyes will finally be opened again. And there will be such evangelism with the nation of Israel. They are going to come to faith in Jesus Christ. Don't let any denomination deceive you with replacement theology. Our whole Bible is the story of the Jews. And we get grafted in to their family. That's the story of the Bible. Too bad, too sad. 
Anyways, where was I? Now, nevertheless, when one, it says, <clears throat> Moses, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. This speaks of liberty from the law. Don't be telling me I can't eat pork, okay? Or shrimp. Or to keep the Shabbat, the Sabbath. We're good. Jesus is our rest. I'm no longer under a tutor. All things can be eaten, we're told. All you got to do is give thanks and enjoy the bacon. But we all, with unveiled face, that's those of us who have put our faith in Jesus Christ, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. And so we all, with unveiled faces, like think of Moses, his was wrapped, yours is unwrapped. You have the Holy Spirit in you and so do I. It is a more glorious thing that has taken place in our lives because God, the Holy Spirit, lives in us. That is incredible. And if we abide in Christ and Him in us and build our relationship with Him through prayer, the study of the Word, fellowship, the study of the Word, prayer, seeking Him, seeking Him, loving Him, enjoying him, loving him for what he has done. That's Christianity. Loving him, loving him. If that takes place, then we are beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. His glory reflects out of our life to others. Should a Christian look different? I believe so. Especially in the eyes. There should be life. Especially in the smile, there should be joy. That doesn't mean I go around like Joel Osteen in a Colgate smile. That's spooky. That's enough. That, no, seriously. People can put on a fake smile. That scares me. It's like the mannequin dolls who always have that smile on them. Whatever. Just joy. Joy that we've been saved. If God never does anything for us again, it doesn't matter. We have joy. Those who have no joy, my goodness. That, you know, it, it, what, what, there's something not wrong with Christianity or with God. There's something wrong with your relationship. You don't read the Bible, you're not going to have joy. If you don't read the Bible, you're reading something. Everybody learns something. You are, you are being brainwashed by the world. If you don't read your Bible, man, you just watch the news. You don't know what's going on. You and I, I'm sorry to say, we, we, God uses very bad students. Very bad. Okay, so if you can't read, you got to start reading you got to start listening. you got to start studying. Christianity is a lifelong education. 
For the better students in here, I got mad-dogged. I can sense it. But listen, he uses everybody. But being a weak student, there's no excuse not to read. Not being able to read? Listen, he was, he didn't, he didn't like, he didn't look in all of El Monte. He didn't go to and fro. He said, I need a read, I need someone who can read here. And called me into the ministry. That's not what happened. He usually just says, I'll take anybody who loves me. I'll train them. And I was so blessed by Raul Reese over the years. When he would say, he would weep and say, I thought God could never use me because his accent was so thick. The fact that you even say that ministers to my heart, Raw. God bless you, Pastor Raw. Thank you. And so read. You have to read every day. If you're not reading every day, you're going to lean on your own understanding and start thinking you have deals with God that don't, that you really don't have deals with God. It's called compromise. You're listening to your flesh. Yeah, my flesh says I have a deal with God too. I get to sit on the couch, eat Cheetos, and watch football all day. That's my deal. Let's do what he says by the power of his Holy Spirit. But anyways, there should be an indication that we're different is what he's saying here. We There should be clear signs that progress is being made in your life none of us is perfect but if you are angry all the time if you have an explosive temper all the time if you don't check lustful thoughts if you are not making progress in how you uh, in lying or cheating or stealing or things if there's no progress you, you got to ask yourself whether you're in the faith or not or get stepping. And I'm, I'm telling you, you cannot change without the word of God. You don't read it, you're not changing. And if you're not seeking God, you're not going to have any power by the Holy Spirit. Christianity works or else I wouldn't be here. It works. I was an ex-gang member. It works. I'm different. I'm not that anymore. How did that happen? Because his word transforms us his holy spirit transforms us his love transforms us all of you help us we help each other transform but we are being transformed into the image of the lord does is did jesus self-sacrifice he self yeah right he laid down his life he didn't say oh i i got my i have my liberties i want my no no with god he's like i'll do it for you i'll do anything for you the apostles all of them said We'll, we'll, we'll change. And that's what Jesus said. Lay down your life. You want to come after me? Lay down your life. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. It ain't about you anymore. You want to make it about you? You're going to lose your life. You want to make it about God? You're going to find your life. And that's what he says. So, as many as in a mirror, beholding as in the mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Our mature, our growth should be evident. And we grow by the word, we grow by prayer, we grow by fellowship. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your love and grace. And it's so good, Lord, your word. It's so good. We need it more and more. But Lord, help us to be not just hearers of the word, but doers of it. And while all heads are bowed, if there's anybody here who would like to give their life to Jesus Christ and you haven't done so, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Jesus said that we ought to confess him before man and not deny him. 
But if we deny him, he will deny us before the Father and the angels. So is there anybody here? Just raise your hand and I can lead you in a prayer to ask Jesus to come into your heart to forgive you of all your sins. Is there anybody here? Father, we thank you and ask your blessing now upon all of us as we go forth today. Help us to rejoice this day in you and prepare us for this upcoming week, Lord. May it be a week where we're, we draw closer to you, to your word, to prayer, and that we would practice loving each other as you call us to. In Jesus' name we pray and together we say, Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We don't.